That and the little kid, the white kid who's like. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that kid gigging. Hey, hey. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you playing something? <laughs> <laughs> what? And Ma- we're Ma- here. Malachi starts it again. <laughs> no, that's funny. In the middle of it. What the fuck? That's fine. I like when he does that. We're here with the Burns Podcast. playing a meme on the internet. What? I love memes. Everybody loves memes. Yeah. It's just that like we can't see it, so it's cool. But uh, we're here. We're here. And, Life uh, is a big old meme. You're a big old meme. <laughs> big Chungus. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, that's my rep name, Big Chungus. Go ahead and play that, too. No, we'll, we'll play it for the next one. I'll okay. wait for the next one. All right. I okay. play something. But, uh... This is the Bird Squad Pause. If you guys don't know who we are, uh, my name is Malachi. I am the host, and uh, I'm here with my lovely, dear uh, co-host. Oh, there, dear. (laughs) Hamza. Hello, sir. And Alan. What up with it, B? What up, B? He took a trip to New York, so he feels like he's, like, cultured. He just came in with some Tim's. When you you go to New York, you gotta have power because they're they're gonna just rob you every, every second true. you can you just walk in with the yankee walk. with no brick yeah. <laughs> i feel like i feel like for anyone who goes to new york it's just like you're automatically cultured like as soon as you hop in the dirty ass new york <laughs> you take the like first breath step. of the piss and rat shit that's on the sidewalk you're like as soon as you step into <sighs> manhattan you like have immediately you, have a yankee on have you guys paid attention to how like clean like it looks like now that like, New York is fucking awful. Well, I mean, so. like now, like right now that it's like empty, like Times Square looks kind of like clean. I mean, it looks oh, clean yeah, it for does. New York, but still looks it's like, not like a million, it's not like a, a million people on there anymore. Yeah. Anyway, so this is gonna be another episode <laughs> of the Bird Squad reviews where yes, we're gonna sir. do the part two of Midnight, Midnight Gospel. So which it's, was it's a sad cast. Great. It's pretty sad. Yeah, it was. Welcome to the sad cast. And I just want to quickly apologize to the people who did listen to our previous episode of Midnight Gospel. Our energy was just not there. It yeah. was not present. And if we sounded off, we were. <laughs> you know what I mean? I d- Quarantine got us. I did like too much heroin before, so that usually happens. Yeah, I told Humza to stop. I injected myself with marijuana beforehand, so. (laughs) How do you inject? You know what? Never mind. (laughs) Why didn't you just smoke it? You shove it up your butt. You take it rectally. Why would you? That. Why would you use a wrap though? Like, why don't you just grind the weed up into like, I don't <laughs> a know, powder, like I cocaine and blow it up somebody's butthole? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they used to do that in like the nineties and eighties? Okay, oh we're done. They used to get cocaine and they used to like, you know, like the fucking Rain Man, just like, and then blow it into somebody's butt crack. I thought they just got a a fucking oh yeah straw that too and just <laughs> blew it up in there. <laughs> okay, you could do that with marijuana, right? I don't, I don't think you can. I mean, if it's like grinding. Let's to try like it. Smallest, Bird Squad. Why would you want tries. to, though? Like, That's our new. Weed is like a. All right, anyways. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about Midnight Gospel today. Again, the shout out. The last four episodes. The yeah. last four episodes. Well, well, actually, just the overview. We're going to okay. we're gonna look back into. Uh, shout out to Sabrina. Four. Why'd you make us watch this? Yeah. Shout out to uh, Sabrina. You, you cold hearted. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, the last episode made me uh, a bit emotional. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're definitely gonna talk about it again. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, let's just get into it. So, uh, what, do, what do you guys want to do, episode to episode? Because I feel like there was a lot. We can do like the last four, and then go and then over. Go back. Maybe yeah, we already talked about the first. All right, all right, yeah, let's do that. So, episode five, episode five. What was episode five? Episode five. Episode five. I, I thought was... it started pretty good. 
was the was the bird one where they have like little birds attached to him and he's in a prison and he keeps on dying and having an existential crisis. Is oh, that episode five? That is episode okay. five. Yeah. I like the beginning where the is fucking rats five? have yes, a it cult. Is. They have a cult. Is that your notes? Yeah. You wrote a lot of fucking I notes. I wrote a lot of notes, bro. Like each episode had a bunch of detail. My notes were like my note like legit. One of my notes is like death. <laughs> that's, that, it? that's it. Just, just death. I like episode five. Yeah, it just pro- it went to show like you can learn from all your mistakes. Okay, how about we do this? Okay, so we'll describe person. what happens. Okay, so, so basically what happens uh, for the people who don't know, there's a character named by Clancy. Uh, he is in. Uh, I guess he's space. in a. He's in space. He's in a. Planet, he's in like a whatever. universe or whatever the fuck. And yeah. he uses his. Uh, what is it? Fuck, I'm getting brain farts. He's using his... Simulation tra- his si- he's using a simulation machine to go through these simulated planets that the machine... <laughs> that the machine creates. And uh, this time on episode five, he goes to... I, I thought the, the creator, those exist. Or they're just like multiverses. No, the, he, the computer creates them. The computer creates them. Oh, okay. Yeah, he and he goes to the prison planet where the computer puts all like the defective yeah, simulations. Where the souls are stuck in there. Yeah, no, not defective simulations. Defective characters of the simulations. Yeah, because yeah. although... Like, a whole bunch of the old characters from the first four episodes are in there. Yeah, and so when they're in there, all of them are having, like, existential crises. crises but hold crises. on, hold on just a second. We jumped a little bit into it. So there was a there was a quick little quick little content in the beginning where Clancy, like, he wakes up from his hangover, and he's throwing up, or he did throw, already throw up on the on the blood rose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's trying to figure out, okay, fuck, like, I need to I need to heal this blood rose. He's trying to figure it out. So he's going to his simulation to ask questions. His simulation is kind of acting weird, you know, and then he's like, fuck it, let me go on the computer. He goes on the computer, gets distracted, and it's like, oh, music theory. Oh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So then he starts getting his little music equipment. He puts it around the flower. And he's trying to to make a song. (laughs) Yeah, because I think the whole theory, he saw the ad and it said music could heal. Yeah, he said he saw that music could heal. He's like, like, fuck yeah, I'm going to make it. And he's like, bing, 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 bing. (laughs) And he's singing and he's like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That That was literally like my, like, how my musical like career my musical career goes is just like alright I'm gonna make some music beep 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 fuck it and like, I play something else oh, this I like one that, is good I like that fucking ad though it's like I used to have this terrible disease and then they played music and it's gone and I'm yeah, like yeah. just fixing up I'm fucking rich that Loki reminds me of the whole Kylie Kylie Jenner or Kendall yes, it was, I think it was Kendall Kendall Jenner and the whole Pepsi controversy that happened. They're all the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like, oh, here's a Pepsi. That'll cure everything. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, reminds, that reminds me of Race like, relations, video. never been better. <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> the, the yeah. That reminds me of, like, something I saw on Twitter. Like, one of the videos of the protests going on. And, like, there's people yelling at each other. And one of the comments is like, where's Kendall Jenner with the Pepsi? It's like, it's stupid. Anyway. But anyway, uh, so Midnight he, Gospel. Clancy goes into this, uh, this prison. That uh, holds on to soul. It's called the soul prison, where the only way that you can escape is if you are, uh, what is it like? Basically, like your soul is released, like your your. Yeah. So what what they do is they each and every one of them are living like an existential crisis or crises, whatever yeah. the fuck, whatever grammar Nazi is gonna correct me. Fuck you. Mm. But uh, essentially, that. So they they have to. Pronounce crisi. <laughs> um, so they die. So the, the, the every time they die, they just come back. To they come back that. until they learn how, how to, to forgive how to, or how to give. Okay, there's a meaning to that too. There's a huge meaning yeah. to it, but we'll get into that. But basically, so Clancy gets there. Um, he sees a prisoner. Well, he sees two prisoners, and they're all connected by like a. a like, essentially, a it's a soul. It's a net. It, it's a net, right? It's, yeah. it's called the net, but it's like 
it's an animal that's attached to the prisoners, and that's like I guess their essence, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the little spirit bird. Yeah, yeah. Spirit bird so the spirit, spirit bird, animal, the, the spirit the bird or spirit animal was attached to uh, the prisoner by the name of Bob, and what happened after that? So we see that the 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 like ledge, the top part of the, like the prison cell collapses. Yeah, yeah so, 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 like what, way so, out. so once yeah. what happens is Clancy and Clancy, every time Clancy goes into a universe, he gets shot into it. So he, when he shoots in, he shoots into the prison and he collapses the roof above him. Oh, yeah. But right. what hap- ends up happening as he gets into that guy's cell, as he's crashing in, he gets tangled within, within the, 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 the little net of the, the soul prisoner line, Bob. The soul line or yeah, whatever. Yeah, of, of Bob. So anything, the extent, existential tr- crisis that Bob has as he dies and everything he goes through as he dies, Clancy's Clancy going, feels the same thing. Yeah, he's yeah, going through it. goes through the same yeah, thing. Yeah, he's just witnessing everything. Yeah. And as, meanwhile, like the whole point of the episode is like forgiveness and learning. And yeah, it's, it was super interesting and I actually have a good take on it, but like it's, it's essentially that. And then the guy that was talking, I don't know who he is. Like I said, I don't, I don't do research the on it. The voice sounds familiar, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't look into it. Like I didn't do any research uh, on but, it, but what he was talking about was just bird, like... The bird. Yeah, he was... Yeah, the because he said the people in there bite their tongues off yeah and they can't talk so he was talking for him and the bird was pretty much talking about like a variety of topics but mostly it was about like consciousness uh forgiveness there's a bunch like, of other stuff in buddhism like it was the a, consciousness is connected and that's what makes the net yeah, yeah it, was, exactly it was called like it was called hindu theory all consciousness connected like a net uh yeah. the hindus believe that this node or the net uh is important in all points all the points that uh that net connects are those consciousness connecting as one. Yeah. So basically, like, their belief is that everyone is connected into one and everybody has um, everybody has their consciousness connected. Exactly. So as you can yeah. see through the episode, when he's going through these, these uh, phases and he's dying yeah. and he's coming back, you would see that, like, he gets more sympathetic. And as he looks into these prisoners, like... It shows like it shows Bob on the prisoners. Yeah, he's, which, he's seeing himself and everybody. Yeah, yeah. which is uh, giving like a highlight to that consciousness. Like this, like being aware that your consciousness is their consciousness, and you're, you guys yeah. are all connected. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you want to, you know, treat somebody poorly, that's basically treating yourself poorly. You know, what yeah. I mean, if you want to treat someone good, that's basically treating yourself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and it it, goes, it shows throughout the episode where like Bob gets a little further every time, but he never gets it right. Because he keeps like hurting people and killing people, but exactly. then at the very yeah. end, he like he doesn't hurt anybody. He helps people try to escape. Exactly. Too. Yeah, because so I guess the biggest story here too is like he keeps on dying, but every time he dies, when he does it, he like so let's say the beginning part, he'll a guard will come in and the guard shoots him in the chest, and then he dies and he wakes up and then yeah. he realizes okay, and then he keeps on dying and dying and dying and dying until like how Alan was saying, he, he realizes like he he has to get through this without i guess by seeing himself and others and helping others he's able to like move further so yeah. i think that was the meaning of it yeah well, like at the um, very end like he spares the guard's life he like gives him his gun back and everything he's like yeah. just he, go he was just yeah. dancing wasn't he the last was yeah that, he had the spoons he, he had the like, spoons <laughs> but let's get into the, let's get into his deaths real quick so i did a little research on that because i was curious about like where that came from and from what i learned thanks to uh i forgot something on youtube, <laughs> something on youtube i looked up it was basically just saying that it was an ancient egyptian mythology um basically uh omit is a is a demon an egyptian demon and it holds the scales of justice so then anubis oh, yeah, anubis, yeah anubis, I, that's what i was gonna say yeah, yeah anubis yeah. weighs the heart against a feather of uh mahat the goddess of truth 
Um, and if you're pure, you continue to ascend into, you know, heaven or whatever. And then if you're not, then omit, demon will eat your heart. But and that's what usually happens. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens. But instead, they kind of changed it up a bit. So I'm assuming that Mahat and Anubis were those two giant fear-like or sphere-like uh, creatures Things. that were showing up with the eyeballs and stuff. And they would eat, eat the heart too. Yeah, they would yeah. pull out the heart, and yeah, then yeah. it was it was interesting seeing that like every time that he would die, that the heart like it, it was, was evil. It was you see, yeah, because at first it was evil because like the the simulation computer basically said that everybody that's in this prison is like mad as shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that is this completely ruthless, and that's why they're biting their tongues. So it made sense that their heart was um a monster basically a monster but as like he was going through as bob was going through these progressions and continually uh dying and learning from these lessons and whatever you would see that the heart you would see that the heart um is slowly like becoming more sympathetic you would see that it would cry at times yeah that it would be like happy at times you know that it would just be whining and then like you would see that like the the uh Basically, the, the, the pictures that were shown would be different. Like, the gods would, like, be forgiving, and they yeah. would, like... They would nurse the heart. They would yeah. nurse the heart, and then, like, you would see that, like, the bird is constantly getting plucked of yeah. uh, its feathers. And, and then it would give... At the end, it voluntarily gave its, yeah, like, feather. It volu- yeah, it voluntarily gave its feather. Um, and it looked like the whole time there, the scale was just trying to balance, and it never yeah. balanced. Yeah, it was one side or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, that's what I noticed, too, and I also noticed the heart... The more and more he progressed and died, the more it actually started looking like, quote unquote, a heart, not like some like disgusting tumor thing that had like teeth and. Yeah, like, I thought that was kind of weird yeah. and interesting how like at the end it became like a kind of like of a time clock heart. Yeah. Cause I mean. That's what let him escape in the end. Yeah, it let him escape, but at the same time, it was like this heart is basically a symbolism of the net. If you guys yeah. think about it, because yeah. it was like. He's moving the heart, and you can see, like, everybody within that prison is, it's like... like click. Like, yeah. more of a click with Adam Sandler. Yeah, like, like, he was able to forward or rewind Exactly. Things, yeah. And he was able to do that, like, they were all connected, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's just, that, that's exactly what I got through. And I'll, I have stuff that I wrote here <laughs> that, like, like four sentences. <laughs> four sentences. Three sentences, yeah. No, no it's, I, think it's, I think it's, like, concise. So I wrote... We all exist on a plane of consciousness, and it's all connected, like Malachi mentioned, and that makes sense, right? Because mm-hmm. that, that's what, because there's an argument to be had, right? People yeah. are wondering where consciousness comes from. How Hindus believe is that we exist on a plane, and each node of that that net mm-hmm. is a different sort of consciousness. We're connected. Everybody's yeah. connected one way or another. And so, what I got from this, the the moral of the story, without getting to specifics, I'll get to specifics after. But it's like, to get to to get through life, you need to work together. And the only way out of the prison was he was able to get out by helping others. And sometimes it's painful because one one time, like, you obviously, you're dying a lot. Yeah. And as he would remember, well, I remember one point, he was going up, and that guy would stomp on his eyes. And before, he would, like, get pissed off and, and throw him off him. and stab him or yeah. whatever, and he would fall off. But the last time, he actually went up, and he kept on letting him stomp on his face. Yeah. And he was like, fuck it, I'm just going to deal with it. Um and, it, and and like you say, you will die a lot, and it requires work. And then yeah. and then more on to the, the the time clock thing. The reason why I think they put the time clock there, it's to show that like once you understand that, once you understand that you are you exist on a plane of consciousness, mm-hmm. once you understand that, you're able to control your past and future because you're able to understand that we're on a plane. If that makes any sense, I don't yeah. know if that makes any sense or anything. But yeah. like, no, yeah, it does. like yeah, full we, control. Exactly, you have full control of yourself. Yeah. And when you have full control of yourself you're able to um, 
you're able to then like uh, when you have full control of yourself you're able to then you know change the future and you know be because once he got that clock thing he was able to be productive and yeah. actually get out of the prison it actually it reminded cool. me of something that the bird said because the bird mentioned it was like um all of these these practices these spiritual practices are well he basically made it seem like all these spiritual practices are bullshit yeah you know what <laughs> i mean because you remember he was like at the end of it it's like you're you're a world of warcraft video game you know yeah, what i mean all yeah. you're doing is fucking just uh what is the term grinding all you're doing is grinding you know and you're grinding you're going hard for this shit like it's real but it's not real you know what i mean yeah like, and he was he was throwing that analogy as as all these spiritual practices like you're doing all this stuff trying to recover from your past or whatever but that's not that's not what's important what's important yeah. is the present yeah what's you're not addressing yeah you're not addressing the issue if yeah. you're just playing world of warcraft that doesn't help you in any way yeah and i think that, that was an, a, another way of um the heart because this whole prison like it was real but it wasn't real and then once that bob the prisoner got out of uh out of the prison he was now, you know, ascended into his real purpose, you know what I mean? Exactly. Which he was became part of, part of the net. Which was yeah. part of the net. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the big thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that's the analogy. What happens at the end, as he leaves a prison, he ascends with Clancy, and then he finds out, like, he found out his identity. He looks in, like, a mirror, and then he, it shows him, like, who he is and whatnot. Oh, let's go into yeah. that part. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's then... exactly it. So, I think what he's trying to say is once you once – you, understand that you understand what your purpose is yeah and by him looking in the mirror and looking that he understands his purpose and then it went it went into him transforming into a net i'm like okay that makes yeah. Sense. yeah that made sense and i mean they even threw it when he or she because i mean she had a female voice when oh yeah Bob, that song was pretty nice yeah the too, song uh, was nice but the, <laughs> did you listen to it i mean yeah. it, it wasn't nice he was she was basically i don't know if it's a girl or a boy talking about peeing in somebody's eye hole yeah but bob, <laughs> I bob was it. basically saying i like it like, oh, r yeah, kelly like, vibes <laughs> bob was basically saying like oh yeah i pee on you know these prisoners eye holes but it's basically like i'm peeing on my own you know what i mean which is basically going back to the whole <laughs> idea that we're all connected in a weird way in a weird way peeing on each other's eye holes yeah and what you do to them is basically what you do to everybody yeah, else. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But in, and then that ending, I thought it was pretty interesting because uh, Bob's tongue got recovered. Yeah. And then for a second, Clancy couldn't, like, use his little... Uh, the horn? His little horn to come back home. And then, I, I, if I remember correctly, there was a little moment that happened during that time period, wasn't there? Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't uh, remember. Fuck. God damn it. Well, did, did a moment happen? There, there was a significant moment in that last part. I don't. Remember. I know him transforming into a net. I know that for sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that was, was significant. That was the Bob part. But yeah. there was a part where Clancy and it was like he he was stuck for a second. He couldn't use his his horn to get back home. Yeah. So he was just observing the little place, and I can't remember what happened. After oh that. no, no, that's not it. No, wait. Wait, I might be jumping the gun here. Was it one where they... No, that's a different one. No, that's a different one. I completely... Never mind. Ah, we'll get back no, into yeah. it. If oh, I, that, that, I don't remember that one. If I remember, we'll get back into it. But uh, that was basically episode five and, you know, our thoughts about it. And then um, it transitions into episode six where... Which is... I, I liked episode six a lot. Uh, that was... Which one was that one? Oh, yeah. Clancy gets bird socks. Or bird shoes. Bird shoes. That was it? No. Was it just bird shoes? And then Bob gets her tongue back and starts yeah. singing. Oh, uh, no. Episode six is uh, the one where he... He doesn't... He doesn't go into the simulation. Uh, oh. Uh, he, he does, but, mm -hmm. like, only for a little bit, and he talks to that guru guy. No. The, the guy with the glasses. At the, end of, at the end of five, the simulation glitches. 
That's <laughs> right. That's when the simulation starts glitching out, and that's yeah. that's that, where that leads to six. six. Yeah. That's what leads to six because six it's it's the it's the purple smoke and the farmer. Exactly. Right? It's, it's more he, of a like story of of Clancy yeah. episode instead of like a podcast episode. Exactly. Yeah. Because, like there was a podcasting element in that episode, but it's slightly. Did, yeah, it only happened at the end. Yeah. Most was, of it was just exposition. That was the like, enlightenment one, right? Uh, yeah, that was yeah, the enlightenment yeah. one. Yeah. But, well, didn't that happen in the beginning? Not no, so. at the end. No, it was at the end because Clancy goes to so basically Clancy. He goes to his neighbors, who is like using the simulations to like steal shit or something. Yeah, exactly. So he's a, he has a simulation farm where he has like a bunch of simulations, and he walks. The, this farmer goes into those simulations to take artifacts from it and then sell them, and he makes money. And he like he has disregard for like the the people there and everything yeah. else. And we find out Clancy hasn't been taking care of his shit, no shit. Yeah. And like he almost <laughs> blows sh- up the fucking shit world. is overheating and coughing like. <laughs> The fucking dying. It makes like evil pies. Yeah, it makes like random shit that pop out of it and like. Wait, I think you guys are low key jumping the gun. No, no, no. That's, the next that's, episode. that's exactly what I've been doing. This was the next episode? Yeah, that was episode 6. Oh my yeah. god, I need to organize these notes. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's exactly what happened because then. He I'll, meets the, the plane guy who, whose mustache keeps growing and then yeah. he ends up in the yellow. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Bro, tell so, me why it was funny when the shit was popping out of the thing. He's like, eat me. Yeah, eat, <laughs> fucking eat me. I was like, what guys, the fuck? Did you guys notice in the beginning? Well, I don't know if it was. To me, it felt like a SpongeBob reference. In the beginning, when he was doing the whole snail thing, and he was oh, like, yeah. "Oh, come on!" Yeah, <laughs> he was yeah. doing a snail race. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Is that is that a shout out to SpongeBob?" Yeah, he fu- fe- <laughs> and the fucking dog ate it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh god!" <laughs> the dog's the best. I love oh, the dog. that's fucking stupid. I love the dog. But that one is interesting too, because like the whole the whole storyline behind that is like, he's trying to meet his neighbor. His neighbor. Well, let's let's uh, let's okay. talk about the episode a little more before oh, we dive into he gets, like. He gets a phone call from his sister. He gets a, and he I thought it was his ex. Like, no, no it was his sister. That was his sister. That was his yeah. sister. Remember, he, uh, the whole story of this was like he doesn't talk to his sister much uh, because uh, I thought that was his ex. He's, he's like a fuck up. He keeps doing the same shit over and over. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then she she explains that she's like basically like no matter where you go, no matter where you are, like you need to address your issues. Yeah, yeah. If you don't address your issues, it's gonna stay the same. Like your life is gonna stay the same. Yeah, and then I think a, a big point of that too is because that's how it starts. And then yeah. she says, she says. You're only avoiding your problems by going into simulations. That's how. That's how you're. You're like not addressing your problems. Which is like, true because the true. whole time, like he's just trying to have fun. He's not even trying to focus on. Yeah, because a robot. More of the thing, a robot kept on telling him like, "You need to maintain me. I'm like, I'm having glitches. Yeah, uh, stuff's happening." And he's like, oh, "What? Okay, I'm gonna go here." So he's not listening. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then he goes to the neighbors, and he's and like the neighbors doing the illegal shit, and then he finds. Um, he finds uh, that one guy that uh, no doesn't repair. No, he 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 find he the he guy who's flying the plane like it does the simulation repairs. Yeah, no, but he realizes before that that no, no, yeah, you before, need to you need to put green. No, 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 no. You're you're jumping. Really? Before okay, so what happened was basically the simulation was like oh like. There's this, there's one more planet left, like that's it, and it was the bubble planet. Remember? Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then. Uh, they zoomed into the bubble planet and the dude like sung this beautiful ass song before he popped. Yeah. <laughs> like the bubble was like singing this beautiful ass shit and then it just That was exploded. a fucking adventure time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was it. And then after that he was like, well fuck, what am I going to do? So then he goes... Because he couldn't go to any... That's what he couldn't go to any of the planets because every all single one of them was red. Being, yeah. Like, they're all blown up. They're Wait, blown. no, that's the next episode. No, no that's, that's oh, this, this episode. episode. No, the next episode because in the next episode he goes into his, his fucking backpack because he's on the plane planet. No, that's... Yes. 
That's no. that's when they recover. That's when he puts the slime on. Yeah. And he recovers a bit, and then he goes. He's like, "Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, enlightened. Yeah. And because I'm enlightened, I don't want to go to all these cool planets. That's I want to go to the. That's at the end of six. Yeah. Because he he becomes fucking uh, octopus sheriff. Which yeah. I thought was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then the next episode and when seven, he goes to the next episode. In seven, seven yeah. he goes to that empty planet. And he talks to death. Yeah. 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 Okay. But in six, in six, he's going to this farmer. Or he's, I guess, exploring his little planet or whatever. He uh, stumbles up to this farmer who is also like has a, a basically a, a harvest of uh, of simulations, simulations and uh, green lamps, which are these like moon-like creatures that have the head of a, a, a literal green lamp. Yeah, and there are cows <laughs> at the head moon lamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with a with a with a green lamp as a head. It's like these cow figures with a green lamp. It's fucking weird. Those are like weird looking. I was like, what the fuck is that? It's like a, <laughs> it's like an angler fish with the cow. But yeah. basically, they they see this, and you you see a little bit of the life of the farmer and his family, and they're basically using these simulations to get artifacts, which is something that I'm kind of curious about. Apparently, like you can go into simulations and get like valuable things. Yeah, like apparently which you're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to, but apparently, if you put the green oil on two times a day, blah blah blah, that like, keeps the simulation from. Like, Exploding. exploding and then like it'll keep it refurbished enough to tell you like hey there's artifacts here in this planet yeah like, like it's it. and, and it's to, like it's like any other machine you have to maintain you have to put oil like a car you have to put oil in it you have yeah. to like watch it and clancy wasn't doing it clancy <laughs> and he wasn't had, trying to do anything and he, he just was, realized it when he went to that place he was just like oh you're supposed to put this green slime on it you're not yeah. supposed to shove your head in the thing <laughs> yeah yeah so then when he goes back to his simulation he realizes that his simulation's on the fricks it's like gushing out this purple uh, smoke. It's shooting out a bunch of uh, demon pies. Shit that just goes <laughs> that shit's so fucking weird. Eat me. Eat me. Fucking eat me. Just eat me. Put me in your mouth. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I fucking love that. It's like, the thing, it was so, it was so like whispering too. It was like, eat me please and Kalashi's like and then, no and it's like screaming yeah. and the whole time behind the back it was kind of creepy to me because you hear the simulation like I I need eyes I want oh, to have eyes can you see your own eyes yeah, you see your own. Your own. and then all of a sudden he's like I could see my own eyes yeah I was like, like what what do you I mean see you see your eyes yeah. I was like what so, but yeah, he's basically like, oh, hell no. So Clancy closes the door to his little hut and he sees in the sky, like, there's an ad for uh, simulation repair. So he, <laughs> it looks funny. Yeah, so, so he calls him up and then. The dude just lands right next to him. <laughs> out of nowhere. That was weird. And they're still on the phone while he's, like, face to face with him. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but what is the dude's name? Jesus I don't know. Christ. He just had a he had a mustache that kept on growing. So like as he was talking, he would just take scissors out and just trim his own mustache. Captain Bryce. Yeah. Captain, Captain Bryce. Bryce. Yeah. So and then Bryce tells him about all the different kind of smoke that that the simulation. Oh yeah, they go do. into like this, oh yeah yeah the, this little fence and they area. Have, they have this like whole little adventure where they try to save one of the cows. Yeah, because like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're Captain to Sparkle. Captain Bryce gets like stuck in one of the the fog things, yeah. and then he's like, "Clancy, this is your destiny." And Clancy just looks at him. He's like, "I'll just go steal it from my neighbor." Yeah, <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, that's a funny one too." Because like, the this each smoke color does different things to you. One of them ages somebody. One reverse ages them. One peels the skin off of somebody. One, melts one straight eyes. kills one them. One melts in their eyes. It yeah. smells like flowers. You have to fucking run. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was only like one good one apparently, and it was, it was the brown, brown one. Yeah. yeah. Brown, but you can't mix it with tan, or else we die. <laughs> and yeah. the one that uh, Bryce got into was one that no one even seen before. The it was yellow like, one. Yeah. yeah he's like, "There's only one. to find out." He goes in, <laughs> shit peels his skin back, and he catches on fire. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was weird because it, it peels his skin back. He's still conscious. Like he, it's his skeleton body is still conscious but you see literally 
all segments of his body, his skin, <laughs> his organs, his organs. And then, like, there was a point in time where he ate an apple, and then that apple, like, disintegrated. But did it was you a notice, fucking worm in there. Th- it was the worm, but did you know who the worm was from? It, was that the evil worm from Adventure, Adventure Time? Adventure Time, exactly. That's funny. Yes, it looked exactly like the worm from oh, Adventure wasn't Time. That, isn't that the Lynch King? No, that, the, see, in, in Adventure Time. No, Lynch King was a snail. It was a snail. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I think worm? at one time it became this, the worm, but I don't remember. But the worm was, uh, what was his name? I think it was his worm. No, it wasn't Wormy. I forgot his name. I think name. it was Wormy. It wasn't Wormy. It was It was something, like, kind of cute. I don't remember. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I, I shitty Adventure was, Time fan right here. I thought it was fucking funny when, like, he eats, he's like, can I just give me, like, something to eat? And he's like, okay. And, like, he eats it and the fucking apple falls. I'm like, okay, okay yeah. what's the point? And you see a little... Shelby. Yeah. Shelby. Yeah. Shelby. And you yeah. see the fucking yeah. worm and the worm's like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> Shelby the Worm. There it is. I was like, man, I know this. I'm not that bad of an Adventure yeah. Time fan. So then, so then he he finally he ends up because they're like, you need to go up into that smoke over there. There's a cow stuck in there. Go take it and use that green juice from that cow to like, what what's it called? The cows called again? The cows are called uh, green lamps. Green lamps. So they take it from the green lamp and then uh, put the green solution on your your thing. And I'm like, uh, on your on your simulation thing, and he's just like, he realizes it's hard. So more to the point of him not addressing his issues, he's doing taking the easy way out. So he ends up just going to, uh, he's just like, I'm gonna steal it. So he ends up going to that that same the guy, farmer, the farmer guy, the farmer. steals his green lamp. Yeah. Uh, goes and rubs it on his, and his machine but, is like finally acting okay. Yeah, it's like I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> and he's just like, what do you mean? And then he's like, okay. And then he finds a simulation in there about uh, like. A guy that specializes in meditation or something like that, right? Yeah, so then the simulation, like, tries to help him out. And he's like, hey, if you want to, like, calm down on your nerves, like, there's this uh, there's this guy I know that's able to, like, chill you out. And at first, Clancy was, like, all away from me. He was like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, I don't want to, like, I'm not messing with it. And then he kind of got, like, forced into it. He, like, slipped into it, didn't he? Yes. If I remember I think, correctly, I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I remember correctly, he like slipped into it. He became an octopus, and then he was like, "Woo!" And then the the, the guy, yeah, Sheriff Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny one. The guy, what was his name? Um, David. Yeah. So David, and he sounds so familiar, but I just I don't know the actors. Yeah. But uh, David is basically telling him the, these three principles, which is silence, stillness, and spaciousness. Yeah. Silence gives you room to listen. Stillness gives you room to feel. And then spaciousness is you giving room. you room. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, as uh, as David is, like, teaching him all this, uh, Clancy is, like, kind of being ignorant. And he's just, like, kind of, like, this being away from learning these three principles yeah. and then out of nowhere like a monkey that's like playing music appears and Clancy's like automatically interested in the music yeah <laughs> so he falls yeah cause he's easily like distracted yeah, he's he not gets, paying attention he, he, gets, just he gets mad distracted easily and he falls into this uh I guess it is pit and it's basically he, he, he gets enlightened by the animals and I don't know what the fuck that kind of scene kind of passed me by what, what do you yeah I don't know I think for me for me he he, he was listening to the 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 animal right, and mm-hmm. then he he turned and he looked at something, didn't he? What did he look at? He looked at the he looked at all the animals. There was like animals. yeah, there's a bunch of animals doing a bunch of shit. But I think the whole point it was of like that, a pond. Yeah, the whole point of that he kind of realized that's his, his like meditating right. So he, mm-hmm. he actually meditated and like closed his eyes and realized like, um, 
he paused and he was able to like listen. I think that's the whole point of like listening. That's why they were playing music and he was actually able to hear the music. And yeah. he was just like, I think it's more, it's not more him seeing what he was seeing, it's more about him actually listening in and like actually hearing what people, the animals were doing. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's what's supposed, I think it's supposed to mean symbolism for that, I think. Cause like I thought you, you, when you that other dude was talking about spaciousness and all this shit, he was listening to him. The moment he saw the monkey, he just ran after him. Yeah. But right after that, he actually paid attention and listened. And then when that that uh, that like fucking meditated, what's his name, David? Oh yeah, David. Yeah, David came. He was like, uh, you know, he's like, I'm enlightened now. And he's like, Are oh, you enlightened? Are you? Yeah. He's all like, Good job. Go away. No, no, you know, he said like, Okay, so like, how do you know? How do you know you're a lion? Yeah. And then he, like, he didn't have an answer to the question, then he left, right? And then he yeah. dipped. Yeah, so, and then that was pretty much the end of it, wasn't it? No, that wasn't the end, because then um, David goes into this deep conversation about basically, like, um, your mind and overcrowding your mind or, like, having it um, having it to have enough room for you and the people that you Exactly, invite. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Basically, um, just ignoring all the uh, clutter that's in your head like trying to empty out of the clutter but not meditating yeah but not 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 emptying your mind to the fullest david made that clear he's he said he he ah he gave off an analogy basically saying um emptying the mind is basically telling a teenager to shut up like that's something you you're unable to do yeah yeah. (laughs) it's not gonna lead to anything yeah Yeah, it's not gonna lead to anything so he said basically to try to clear it out to the most part so where you can have enough space to invite people in there consciousness their um you know their, their being, being essentially so you're yeah. able to listen to them you know blah 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 but then at the same time be able to listen to yourself and have yourself and have your presence to think yeah you know without feeling overcrowded or feeling you yeah. know well by 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 doing that you're actually able to listen rather than just mm-hmm. you know exactly just hear, hear it if Ex- that makes any sense exactly right? yeah. which goes back to episode da, 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 six no four no. four yeah, four, yeah. where he goes to that, like, de- demonic place and she yeah, talks about yeah, listening. Exactly, exactly, and then yeah. around these, I think it was around five or six that I started to realize that they, in my opinion, these episodes, outside of episode one, I feel like were kind of picked strategically because I feel like they're all aligned in a certain way. No, they yeah, are. It's because showing, like, Clancy's growth. Yeah. Yeah. Because before, he's just a fuck-up. And even then, up to this point. Yeah. But like, not only that, like, the whole conversation that they had in the beginning was literally the same conversation. I mean, not literally, but it was, like, basically the stepping stones. It was, like, listening. Um, what were the first four episodes? Listening, communication, uh, acceptance. Yeah. Um, accept um, forgiveness. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that transition to, like emptying your mind clearing yeah. space you know um accepting death and this yeah. this and this so it's just like i i feel like the the first three episodes and the last four episodes were all connected mm-hmm. me personally i don't know how you feel but me personally i feel like the first episode was just it's it was an episode like it, it was, was an a, episode yeah, yeah it was a pilot i feel like that was oh, just a yeah, test exactly. run yeah it yeah. wasn't much so aligned with the story it's because just basically what it is because it wasn't until episode two that you get like plot points yeah, well, yeah well, episode one just provided some exposition as to what he's doing and like like his background mm-hmm. without that you wouldn't understand like yeah yeah what he's doing at all it's just but the I most mean, different they, out of all i kind of feel like it was i don't know like that was just a random episode to start with oh yeah like looking back into it because yeah. i'm just like there wasn't you, anything deep to it i feel like it was just kind of it was just it was about drugs yeah. i mean i feel like if you really wanted to keep us aligned you could have maybe jumped into a different episode yeah yeah the only things that i got out of that was that um 
there was like little hints about the crows and then it came back again when they went to like that little demon place and then you can see like the crows being milked and i didn't know this but i looked into it apparently that's a that's a reference to sunny in philadelphia what, oh yeah. Crows? yeah, yeah, the no. crow milk. Yeah, yeah, crow's milk. You know, yeah. hear that? No. <laughs> yeah. no, it's called fight milk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the whole point is like they, they get crow's milk, and it's like a business venture that, uh, well, it's it's supposed to be who's the actor? Fuck. Uh, Which one, Mac? No, other Dennis? ones. No, I'm a dumbass. I watch the show all the time. Frank. Uh, yeah, Frank. Okay. It's a it's Frank. Frank's a millionaire, and he has like this uh, business. Well, well, no, Charlie has his. Charlie's like the retard in the group. <laughs> yeah, he, he has a business venture. He's like, I want to make a thing called Fight Milk, and it's for people who want to fight, and you're gonna fly high like a crow, and so they do it. <laughs> they make a Fight Milk thing, but like it, it like causes people to have like really bad diarrhea <laughs> but it's really good for mma fighters because they're trying to cut weight yeah. so they end up becoming hecka rich off of it I'm but it's it's so fucking stupid they're like <laughs> and they have like a commercial he's all like fight milk fly high like a crow and he's like get out of my frame get out of my frame it's so fucking stupid <laughs> and so, i need to rewatch if we have to watch uh, because they have a new season i just watched recently they do is it on yeah. hulu i thought it got it's already i thought on they hulu. were done yeah no, no they keep going it's like 14 seasons though. jesus christ I it's so great uh, but yeah i know so, so so another thing but i think more to alan's point too the whole this in a story typically right there's like you know there's like a pl- there's plot points and there's like a, a growth of a character yeah. this is where the turnaround i see the turnaround happening for yeah. Clancy. i thought it was i felt like it wasn't until the next episode because at the end of well, this one he's like i'm enlightened i understand yeah, yeah. 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 but I he's just like telling he, he was just saying that for himself yeah no no for sure really... but for this one he actually sort of this one he actually kind of realized that, yeah exactly he, like he, the beginning exactly because yeah. he in this one he actually it's the first time he's actually listened it's the first time he actually cleaned his machine, yeah. which is one. Well, he and did that because if he didn't, like, everybody would have... Well, well, no, everything no, he, would die. Exactly, but the point being is, like, it's his turnaround, because he finally cleaned the machine, he actually yeah. listened to people, and then he actually listened to that one guy in terms of, like, learning how to listen. <laughs> that makes any sense. So he's yeah. been listening. For in these two episodes, he listened, and he's acknowledged some of his actions... His negative actions and like yeah, he starts taking like steps to become a better person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and my notes I wrote is just that, or as I wrote, give yourself time and space. You'll be able to help by pausing and listening, and and then by that he was able to help his robot. He was able to like, and then in the beginning, it's more to the more so to the beginning of the thing too, because when he was talking to his sister, his sister was saying, "You're not gonna like, you're not going to get better. You're not gonna address your issues unless you change." And this is like. His start of him changing. He was yeah. actually listening. Yeah, I'm which like, is which okay, is a good sense. which is a good lesson for anybody going through that shit right now. Yeah, like, it sometimes you just need to break away from the mold. Whatever you're doing, if you feel like you're in a rut, just like give yourself time to think. Yeah, yeah. meditate or try to at least you know. Just yeah, try yeah to find I think that's a big thing to give yourself time. Um, that's a big one too. It's like your brain's filled with clutter sometimes, and sometimes you need to prioritize. Whether that be meditating, whatever way you do it, it's like sit back. <coughs> Bless you. Coronavirus. <coughs> but oh, whether that be Ronies, yeah, by, by whether that be listening or I mean, or whether that be meditating or exercising or whatever, but make time for yourself where you can kind of clear your head because that allows you to listen and really understand certain things. That's what I got from yeah. like this episode for sure. And then the second episode after that, because that, that's episode seven. That's that's the ending of it, right? Yeah, that's basically because you just said he's in line and then he comes back. Yeah, he's in line and he comes back, and then that's basically the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. and then he, he puts episode his shoes away. exactly, and then yeah. episode seven 
I thought it was actually a really cool that episode. That was a death episode. That yeah. was the one he goes into the seven, boat. Seven no. and eight. Never mind. Seven one and of eight my favorites. Were one they... of my favorites. Yeah. Seven is when he goes into the purse. Yeah. 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 So basically, you know, he's like, oh, I'm enlightened. I don't want to go to these uh, dope ass planets. I want to go to like uh, a planet that feels enlightened. So he goes to this. It's like a guess. minimal planet, right? He There's literally nothing goes on to it. A, nothing on it. It's uh, literally planet nothing. Like he goes to a planet of nothing. Yeah. And <laughs> he immediately gets bored. Yeah. He immediately gets bored, which shows that it's takes the slide out <laughs> yeah which shows that his character isn't fully developed because he's just like well fuck it <laughs> he gets his like universal like man purse and he pulls out like an entire fucking water slide yeah <laughs> and then he's like oh shit like this clown took my uh hose and then the fucking like uh, you know that's another nod to it's that is, that is another nod right? we'll get into that yeah, yeah I, know, I know exactly what it is because <laughs> the, the water slide with the water no water on it that's a nod to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Again. Oh, is it? God yeah, because <laughs> there's an episode where Frank and Charlie, they're uh, they're at, they're at a water a water park because it's super hot in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They're like, fuck, like we need to like. There's hella long lines to get on the thing. So he's like, how how do we get on lines? He's all like, I have AIDS. Because like, he, he sees a, <laughs> he sees a bunch of pe- like people who are like have cancer and stuff or on wheelchairs. They get to first in line. Yeah. He's like, how do we get there, Charlie? He's like, okay. He's like, I have AIDS. Not the gay AIDS, though. Not the butt AIDS. Mm-hmm. The other AIDS, blood AIDS. And then like, <laughs> and so they finally go to the the way it's connected. These these connectors. Like he finally goes to like one water slide that's closed. And there's no fucking there's no fucking water coming on it, so he he's just like, all right, Charlie. He's like, I got a water bottle. They put one water bottle on it, and then <laughs> fucking Frank goes down, and all you hear is <laughs> his skin rubbing on it. Oh god! And that's exactly what happens yeah. to Clancy because he comes back. He looks at the bodyguard. His shirt's all up, up and, and he's all red. He's shit. all red. So he's like, what's come on? That, that episode's so fucking funny because like when he when Frank jumps in the water, he is he's bleeding because he's like all the shit, and then he gets out. He's like, he has AIDS. And everybody runs out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, hello, fuck. That's, so fun. that's, a, that's one of the funniest. Anyway, that, that was a nod. Funny, that yeah. was a nod to that. But I was sure. gonna say it's also. I, well, I personally feel like it was low key a odd. Fuck, I can't talk. A nod to Alice in Wonderland. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah because sure. you know the whole rabbit taking yeah, yeah. the clog and then it just disappears. I feel like the holes was like a representation representation of that. Yeah, no, and for then sure. um, you know, so he goes into his purse, which is basically like this whole like other universe. It's like shit. a Harry Potter shit. It's like a big ass fucking thing. They do. But like he goes into this. Uh, maybe that was a reference to Harry Potter. Well, maybe. Ooh. <laughs> Heard it here. But uh. He goes into the. He goes into his fucking bag and like he meets Death in there, who's in there for some reason. Cause it's like a, its own pocket dimension. He has a whole bunch of shit in there. Yeah. yeah. And Death. <laughs> Who the fuck holds Death? Fucking in there? yeah. He's like, how do you want me to describe Death? And he's, he like not, said a bunch of random shit. He had a lobster claw, and then he had food as like. And I was like, what the fuck? And he had a yeah. body of a wagon. I'm like, wait, what? He looked like at that one scene before, like. It transitioned to the Grim Reaper. The death looked like fucking uh, Krusty Krab, like without its shell. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. And then they have this whole talk about um, the death industrial complex, which I've always, which I've actually thought about. I thought this. I, I thought this one, uh, this topic that Def was talking about in the first stage of this episode was very interesting. It's very interesting. Basically, they were talking about embellying and embalming and bombing, yeah. and, so. and how that wasn't a thing before until what? like the Civil War. Well, yeah. yeah, until the Civil War. What do you guys want to? You guys want to talk about it, or you guys? No, no, go. Ahead, you have the notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I wrote. So, I'll tell you what I wrote on this. <laughs> 
Be present for death. That's all I wrote. I swear to God, all I'm hearing from you is present, present, present. That's all I wrote. All right, Santa Claus, we get it, guys. I mean, at least I wrote something. Alan, Alan's just looking at his bare but hands. But Alan still knows what the hell he's talking about. You're just I know here. what I'm talking about, God damn it. All you're sitting here just like, I don't need yes. no. So yes, be present. Yes, consciousness. But... <laughs> I didn't even take notes in school. I got everything in here. Oh, yeah. But uh-huh. basically, in this episode, Def is talking about um, the rise of embalming in the U.S. Uh, that basically happened during the Civil War. Um, they were chemically treating a um, they were chemically treating a dead body so it remains fresh for a longer period of time because uh, you when know people died on the battlefield. Yeah. It took long for them to ship. And, and they, they didn't were... want train conductors. They didn't want dead bodies smelling. Yeah, train conductors were completely this fed up. Like, yeah, I don't want no fucking dead bodies on my goddamn train. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, then, like that just that just started a whole uh, business yep. like, of embalming and the funeral homes and all that bullshit, which. It makes so much sense because it's like it's the, it's it's America. That's it's what America. It, yeah. That's literally you capitalize what death. You capitalize yeah. on bullshit, bro. Like yeah. honestly, and it's like, it's crazy to think that you know before this it was just a normal thing for you know families. Completely to just, different kind of culture. Yeah, yeah, for families to just take care of that themselves. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious if maybe because of this. Um, conversation and because of this Netflix series that maybe possibly people will decide to learn to embalm themselves. Yeah. You know, so that they they can have the time with their family, just like they said in this episode. But I'm kind of diving a little too deep. Yeah. Um, basically, with embalming, so um, like Alan said, um, they 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 chemically they they chemically treat them. They, 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 chemically treat them, they uh, take out all the guts. They take out all the guts. What, that's what uh, rots first. When because yeah. if you have a dead body, unless they have like a severe disease, you can just it, it's nothing wrong with it. That was a thing that really touched me. Yeah, because <laughs> people are, people always freak out like, oh, don't touch the dead body. Yeah, because get, like it, death it, on you. I'm you like, no, there's nothing wrong. That the dead dead bodies that. The cleanest it's ever been because all the bacteria is dead, except if you had like Ebola or some like contagious disease on it, and that's it. Yeah. And when yeah. you think about it, it's like yeah, like but what would people do before like this whole system yeah. happened where you like call somebody to take care of their body? Like no, they would just like handle it themselves because yeah. it's not like people would get sick off of that shit. Yeah, but that's the that's disease. the narrative that these embalmers. And the, the the companies that they they brought, they made that. They like, made oh, you that. don't want to touch a dead body. Yeah, they yeah. basically made it seem like touching a dead body was wrong. Well, so it's we'll a taboo take, thing. Yeah. yeah, so we'll take care of it. Yeah. We'll do all the embalming. Yeah, and you guys just have to give us a, a fee, and you know, then you'll be able to see your family. Because what I got from the beginning of this episode was that, like, because it it started off with like him talking about her talking about I'm death, and then she said he said. The whole gist of it was, I think, you know, you need to be present for... You need to be there present. There you go with the present yeah, shit. Exactly. <laughs> I think that was... Because I wrote that down only because that's exactly what she said. Like, the first two sentences... You mean the whole mirror thing and how Clancy was, like, looking at his negative mirrors and how, like, he had to accept... Uh... No, because I think right when they started talking, he's like, oh, you're death. Okay. And then she said, oh, yeah, no, I think what people need to realize with death is, like, yeah, people are scared of death. He's like, you need to be present for you to understand death. Which, and then, and then she's like, without. Then that's the reason why she started going to the history. She's like, to understand death, you need to understand the history yeah. of death, and it's like embalming, da 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 da. Like, okay. like, like I said earlier, I, I just thought it was interesting how this episode and how the embalming connected to the meat episode, and yeah, how the, yeah. the the cow or whatever the fuck that was was just basically saying like, oh, you got to accept death. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just yeah. I, I thought that was there's pretty, parallels yeah. for sure. And um, you so, know what the next episode too? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I, I thought it was episode. weird that you know they use arsenic. 
you know? Yeah. That's what they had before. Yeah. yeah I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Thank God I wasn't there back then. But, um, so, basically in the story, Clancy continues to, like, now look for the... Now they use formaldehyde. Huh? Sorry to interrupt you. They use formaldehyde now. Yes, they yeah. use formaldehyde now. But, um, to continue in the story, Clancy's still Did looking for this, uh... Yes. Clancy's still <laughs> looking for this clown while, uh, talking to Deaf. The clown uh, has his hose. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the clown, like, falls into this hole that he made himself that, like, in my opinion, looked like Ren Stimpy. Like, the cat. I never really noticed <laughs> yeah. it. Did you, did you didn't notice it? Because I, I was like, what the, that looks like Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> like, is that, is that not? <laughs> but then, It kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, so the, the, the clown falls into the hole, and then, like, Clancy and Dev follows, and from there they find the devil. <laughs> the devil's like, oh, yeah, fuck with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, death. <laughs> the devil's just chilling, and, he, and then eventually he starts, like, making out with the fucking saxophone angel or some bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was like, what funny. the fuck? That was a symbol, too, if you guys didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. But um, Curiosity is killing basic Clancy because he's basically not really listening to death. Yeah. He's still trying to find the hose, which is another key point yeah. to the whole thing. Um, but he's still listening and you guys are, you know, getting the story about embalming and about how basically like we kind of got corrupted in a way to feel like there was um, a whole need for this whole, this whole thing yeah. oh, yeah, that, that whole, you don't really need to do. Yeah. And it, it makes you question it too. Like, fuck, like, well, from this episode and, you know, just like Alan said on just episode, <laughs> episode <laughs> eight, like <laughs> <laughs> episode eight, how like they're, they're all connected and stuff. It's just like, um. It's just kind of fucked up how we, if if you're going to die, uh -huh. or if you or any of your family members are dying, it's like automatically that body belongs to the government. That's true. And yeah. I feel like that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it because is. Because it's just like, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is my family, this is my kin, why yeah. can't I spend, you know, a certain amount of time? Which which I believe gives off more grieving, because it's like you're stripped away of that, that necessity, sure. you know yeah. what I mean? You're stripped away of that need. To, to accept that person's death. Yeah. If that is taken away and only given to you at a, a moment during these funerals or whatever, yeah. then you're not really, you know, accepting it. You're not really going through this process. So, of course, people are going to grieve. I feel like this is a whole, like, a big, giant monopoly to do with depression and, and, and you know, the funerals and, you know, the embalming. Exactly. And yeah. how all of these are linked together yeah. to, to form money for the u.s government <laughs> I, don't, I i do also feel like it, it's it's interesting to think about because like i'm i'm pakistani and i'm muslim and muslims have completely different characteristics as to how we deal with death and she mentioned that as well she said like western culture deals with death in a way different different way than like the rest of the, the world. rest of the world does well how do you so for do, us it's interesting right yeah. so the way i see this is my personal opinion, so people can get Go offended ahead. by it or whatever. I but already. I do, I do feel like uh, when it comes to sort of American culture in terms of uh, like death. funeral death and funerals are a lot of money. Yes, like people too buy, much. People buy like too you know ten fifteen thousand dollar coffins. Um, that I are think, like I think that's ridiculous to be honest. Yeah, I know it is, and I'm saying they're like inlaid with like these ridiculous wood and like they're painted a certain color. You know how Muslims bury their dead? They're dead. They are. They dig a hole. They they dig a hole. They throw them naked. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. Uh, they, they're dead, and they wrap them around with a white cloth. That's it. And they put them in a grave. A white cloth. A white cloth. Yeah. Is it's that pure symbolism to something? Yes. 
Uh, I don't know. It's just to symbolize that, like, you're leaving this world without material items. You're just leaving with your body. You put the pennies over their eyes? With your body or with your soul? Because your body's... Uh, well, no, you're leaving... Your soul has left the body. You're just leaving... It's just... Uh, like a cadaver there's nothing there's no there's nothing to be honest i feel like that's how it should be but i feel like just because of this whole situation with embalming like that's how and more to your point too about Mm -hmm. like grievance and stuff uh, there's a certain thing muslims do when 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 somebody dies for Mm -hmm. example like when my grandfather died yeah um he had leukemia so when he passed away um they what it sounds really weird but i think it's i think it's in I've sort of had to maybe I'm rationalizing in a certain way and I have to like I'm bored in the culture so it's not weird to me mm-hmm. but before you you get ready because like I think in American culture when, when somebody dies they the people that work at the morgue or whatever get them ready for for the burial right yeah, yeah. and this this one the the family does mm-hmm. so in that sense my grandma which is my, my obviously my uh, grandpa's wife yeah my all of her kids so my dad and everybody helped wash wash my grandpa. So they washed his body, they cut his hair, they trimmed his beard, and then that's the time. Yeah, they gets, got they basically got they had they had life. they had the time to grieve and. So that's basically yeah. what you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's basically what yeah. the Grim Reaper was saying. Like exactly. before yeah. this whole embalming phase, that's what families would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every every culture outside of you know this western culture within the u.s that is what they're still doing and that's why i mentioned like i wonder if with this conversation and with this netflix series will more people gravitate back i think so i think they should because honestly Uh, i feel like funeral i mean it's a touchy touchy subject yeah but i i personally feel like that's a lot of money wasted it is no it is when i die burn me Put me in the oven. I don't care. Really? Well, yeah, I don't fucking care. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. At that point, like, get everything you can get good out of me if I haven't destroyed my fucking kidneys or some shit. <laughs> but you're not an alcoholic? What do you mean? Who knows? <laughs> Give me, like, a year. Yeah, I would say, like, preserve your organs if you want to do that. If you want to yeah. do that's just what yeah, I want to do. Donor, if, right? any, if any of my organs are good, use them. And after that, fucking burn me and, like, do whatever the hell you want with me. Yeah. I don't care. Because yeah. it's too much money to just put me in the ground. Yeah, that, because that, that's what I always visit me after yeah. my wife and kids die. Yeah. I just think I personally just think that there should be more time with the family and the body. Yeah. Because for the most part, at least for my experience with you know family members that I've lost, it would be boom something happened, boom they're in the hospital, boom they're getting involved. And then you have got, like the one hour at the wake or whatever. Or not even that. I think most people see the body when it's an open casket. That's exactly what I was going to get to. Like, we don't, I didn't see, I didn't, okay, like for example, with my uncle's passing, I learned about it, okay. Um, didn't see him until the open funeral. Yeah. And that was my last and only time to see him. And that's sad. And that's, and that's shit. Sad. I was yeah, the same thing with my true. dad. Yeah. I didn't know about that shit until like open casket. And then after that, immediately go to the fucking cemetery that's what i'm saying and that's shit like how 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 can people accept that like how how can people like go through the motions of of processing that someone has passed away if they if that body if that presence if that person gets stripped from them by the government and then only gets put back for like a momentary yeah. like hour or two before they get put in the ground. Yeah, and like, honestly, maybe that's the reason why uh, Western culture has such a taboo view of death, more to the point of the story. Yeah. If you're not exposed to death as much, right? Kind of like how uh, people don't realize like when they go to a grocery store, they don't realize like 
chicken comes from like actual chickens like they yeah. slaughter chickens mm. you know what i'm saying like meat comes from actual meat like some people if you were to sh- give somebody like a chicken breast they're like okay cool if you were, you were to show somebody like how it gets butchering uh, a chicken they're like what the fuck why are you showing me this mm-hmm. i think this is this, what you're eating I, th- I think this is the same reason with like death right when, like more to malachi's point when you take everything the the every sort of everything involved with death away from them and have i don't know professional quote unquote do it yeah and then you're exposed to it for about five seconds. Your exposure to it doesn't, you know, you're not as the exposed. And it, the impact, that, I think that that's why maybe death is a little bit more viewed as taboo. We're not, we don't, I, I mean, we don't deal with it as much. But I think also like we don't I see the another, bodies. You know? I think another reason why that it's viewed as taboo, and I mean, maybe it was a another notch in the episode eight. But I'm just trying not to forget, so I'm throwing it yeah. out now. Is basically um, that Clancy uh, mentioned in episode eight is it's like uh, we're we're scared of death, yeah, like or we're so caught up in our own lives, we're so caught up in our own like things of like oh I'm better than this or I'm I'm a human so I'm special because I think they mentioned that in like episode six or seven yeah. where like it was just basically saying like oh it's funny how humans believe that they're a different case. Because, oh yes, yeah, you know sure. they're a different case because they have a conscience. They, yeah, they have a conscience, but everybody else, everything else, still has a conscience. Just yeah. because they're not talking or because you know they're not speaking to us doesn't mean they have a conscience. We yeah. might be connected with our dogs, exactly, and yeah. they might be a part of this net of yeah. consciousness, but we're not even. I mean, we, I, I think we are connected to our dogs. Yeah. I mean, fucking, I mean, you've seen how dogs react when they see people. So yeah, we're connected for sure. Exactly. It's just, it just, I don't know. It, so we don't communicate in the same yeah, way. So this episode, yeah. that that's a really cool thing about this episode. It was pretty enlightening in terms of like the stuff they were talking about and especially like I think dealing with death too because one of the advice the person gave was like when you deal with death or when you deal with situations I'm saying it again Malachi doesn't get pissed off but you have to be present like make sure you're always present because they said if you're get, you're, I think it's, it, it's more in line with like episode the episode prior to this too because mm-hmm. they're saying like you need to ha- remove all that clutter from your brain because if you don't remove all that clutter from your brain you're not able to be present and understand the situation. So I think that's why, uh, that's a good point. I think that's why there's some somewhat some sort of connection that, that was made here. And then what did it, how did it end? I don't remember. So basically, uh, they meet up with the devil, and then uh, they meet up with Judgment, which is uh, the saxophone angel. <laughs> yeah, and, that's like Ron Swanson. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they are still trying to chase uh, the clown. So they go into this elevator. In this elevator, there's like this sleeping like king, which I thought was Father Time, but it seems to be like just the emperor. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, which I will get into why it's the emperor later on. But so they, they so they do that. They they're in this elevator, and this whole time, this the sleeping emperor is uh, basically like hitting them all, knocking them out, <laughs> and just telling them to like shut up and like just just be present, like you said, just yeah, yeah. be there, shut up, don't do anything, don't try to do anything. The whole time, you know, the devil being the devil is like trying to make <laughs> trying to make chaos you yeah. know fucking around with the uh fucking around with uh what is judgment you know kissing him and like making out with him and trying to do all this shit while the whole time Def and Clancy are just still talking about like accepting Def and I how I think they actually fuck like off screen I think they do yeah cause then you see them like cuddling <laughs> that was fucking hilarious ew but um hold on hold on um, and then Def just basically talks about how uh, you got to take more initiative with Def, like the actual like Def, and then this initiative makes you think- kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like I said before, this makes you think about like the forced trauma in order to keep you know the business of like funeral homes and yeah, all yeah, going, sure. like how that goes. And that's um, a fucked. Up, that's a fucked up thing to think about. You know, like 
Yeah, just like the whole market of like death like people don't really realize but it, if like, you yeah. think about it it's deeper than that because it's like I mean I don't want to be one of those conspiracy ass motherfuckers yeah, but right. it's just like if it's if there's a business I feel like there's a business in everything yeah but if there's a business to be had in death there's, you incentivize death and yeah. if there's no death then you're out of business so yeah. people will then find ways to Make to, death to, more yeah, exactly. Right, you know? People will find ways. You know, what I mean, I feel like it's all a stream. Like, you yeah. know, the emballers are probably calling up these hitmen and being like, "Oh, I need you to oh. crash." A car. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I don't want to be. No, those I, people, know, I know, I know, I get you saying. I yeah, you know what I mean? I want you to. Well, crash I know, if push car. comes to shove, I mean, there, there's industries that's that's actually like happen. I mean, for sure. That's how industry gets made. Yeah, you just <laughs> find things that people don't want to do, and yeah, you do people, it for them. People resort to violence all the time. I don't know. It's it's an interesting concept to me, especially like. Like the, that's like more of the physical aspect of death, but like more of the spiritual. Because I they did delve really deep into like how to deal with it, and like, and I always thought that was an interesting topic. So when they were talking about it, I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and then um, so I guess like they're in this like train thing, and they like finally get to their destination where the the clown is uh, where the clown is at, and you know they it just basically touch bases on what Def was saying. Like it all comes in the full circle because in the beginning, you know. Def tells the clown or tells the fool like, "Oh, you're gonna die by uh, tripping on a <laughs> tripping on a ball." And on, like, on fucking uh, ping pong ping, ball. Ping pong ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Death just whips out a shit ton of ping pong balls. <laughs> all over the floor, and then that's how the fool dies. But um, after mm-hmm. that, like they uh, the the judgment, the clown, the emperor, Clancy, the, the devil, devil, everybody, all get connected into what is called. Hold on, I gotta go into my notes again. All what is called um, the ten nodes of Sephiroth. In, um, That's Egyptian as well, I'd imagine. I think so. No, yeah. Sephiroth's from Final Fantasy. No, it's Judaism. This is Judaism. Oh, okay. And um, that's basically saying that um, these attributes reveal self to. Uh, these ten nodes are basically uh, Sephiroth's attributes revealing self to his followers. And then the twenty-two lines within that little colorful note that was showing up you know the yeah. little toy thing um those 22 lines represent different spiritual paths each one having different values and charges mm-hmm. and oh that should look like the fucking <laughs> infinity stones and shit yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The shit that looked like the infinity stones was yeah. basically the 10 nodes of sephiroth and all of uh they were they were the the deck of terra were were the cards of fool yeah you yeah. know the death the sun judgment devil the emperor the empress and then um, the deaf. Wait, hold on. Deaf and Clancy for the. For the oh, so I, I I missed I mixed this up. So basically, the nodes are the tree of life, mm-hmm. and then like uh, Kabbalah is that like fucking Thanos shit. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah the little, little fucking <laughs> and then again, weird geometric shape thing. Yeah, 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 and that's again with the whole twenty-two lines or whatever, and. Yeah. That, that was funny too, because when when it, when he got back to his uh, out of his purse, that thing popped up, that little Sephiroth shit, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Are you my? What did he say? Are you my conscious?" Or yes. you know, he yeah. said, "Are you a metaphor?" Oh yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> are you a metaphor? And that's, I mean, <laughs> it, it, is, it, right? it is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, but it's basically it basically is it's a <laughs> metaphor to this shit. And then um, I was looking more into like just to get my research, and apparently, um, Sarah, <laughs> <laughs> what, what the fuck is that? You don't know fucking what is the artist? The artist name who does that all the time. 
Sharon! What the fuck wow. is that? Yeah, that's the wrong guy. Are you serious? That was really random. I was like, why'd you scream? Do you have Tourette's? Oh my god, I'm so mad. You guys... Sharon! Sharon, it's the rock star, the metal rock star. What's his name? Uh... Oh, you're talking about fucking the guy that seems crazy train? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about uh, fucking Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, there we go. So I think Ozzy like knows some shit because Sharon is the fair man of Hades. And they showed that in episode eight or they showed that in episode seven, you know, uh, while they're going through that little yeah, lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole little lake process, that's that's Sharon. And um, <laughs> you saw that they were doing like the Elton John glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's supposed to be symbolism of the actual like... Um, Quarters, because you know back yeah, in the day, yeah, quarters. Quarters. Yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah. in the day, you know, Sharon needs to have quarters in order for you to go through. That's how you pay the passage. Yeah, that's how you pay Sharon to pass, go to the afterlife, and blah blah blah. And that was Homer's using the Elton John. Hmm. But that's glasses. really deep. I, I didn't catch that. I mean, I didn't like I said, I didn't. I, I would have probably caught all that if I watched, like did more research. But I, I honestly just wanted to hear your thoughts on like just listening, watching it. Because yeah. a, a lot of people know about that, unless you're some sort of fucking historian. No, I didn't know, I didn't know about it at all. Like, it was just a quick little 10-minute YouTube video, and I was like, oh. No, that's pre- it's pretty deep. I didn't, I didn't know they had, yeah. like, that much, like, symbolism. I'd imagine there was some. You can't just put that much shit in there and just have it be random. No, all, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more shit that just went over. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I'm pretty sure there is. But um, that was that was pretty much episode seven. And he gets shot back, right? Yeah, and then it's a back. sad episode, which is episode eight, which the, made me... Like the worst episode, very maybe very fucking sad. <laughs> Let's do it. Like I might cry. That made me really upset. This, this and I was episode like, oh. made me call my mom. Really? Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's good. I should. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell Duncan. I'm gonna e-message him. Be like, hey man. Hey man. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for making me call my mom. Also, can you shout out our podcast? Yeah. Mostly, <laughs> yeah. Please. No. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Fuck you. <Yeah. laughs> But yeah, so basically, um, a woman and a ship travels to Duncan's simulated house. Um, and it's his mom. Yeah, and it's just his mom. I love the imagery of it, though. Like the all whole, the little the care bears. The in, yeah. Infantry, like they're like in a... They're infirmary? Yeah, yeah. Infirmary. I said infantry, though. Yeah, they did. That's uh, completely different. <laughs> <laughs> but the infirmary where I have the care bears, yeah. and they're all like doing like love tests and yeah, shit. Yeah, and I the beginning was, was so cool, cute. too, because like, the beginning it was like, he's all like... He's like, hey, mom. He's like, hey. He didn't. She didn't say Clancy. She's like, hey, Duncan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because, like, in episode like six, they even they have that slip up. I thought it was cool. Well, yeah, because the... he was talking to David, that yeah. one guy. He's all like, he's like, okay, he's like, okay, da- uh, okay, um, Duncan. Duncan. He's <laughs> like, no, it's Clancy. <laughs> and and they're like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm glad they kept that shit. I think that was funny. Yeah. But yeah, it's just basically him talking to his mom, and while he's talking to his mom about life and shit, like you see, like. His mom is young, and then he ends up being like a little kid, and you see them grow. Yeah, pretty much. As growing he, like the first half, and yeah. then the, Clancy gets pregnant, and then gives birth. Okay, to a that mom. was okay. That threw me off. Like I was like feeling it. I was like, okay, this is sad. And then he gave birth. I was like, what the fuck? So yeah. apparently, from that, well, that little scene. Um, apparently, dream analysis believe that once you dream of your mom or you giving birth to you know your father or your mother that's uh-huh. basically saying that they're going through a huge transitional period oh okay so and yeah because then after that they talk about her cancer and yeah. yeah it makes sense okay yeah, yeah I, I i actually had when i had a philosophy class i had uh, i had to do some dream analysis stuff and i have a book about it it's called like you Carl Jung, Jungian dream dream theory. Yeah, shit's really interesting. No dream dreams are 
just wonderful. Like, yeah, it's like truly... manifestations of your self subconscious. It's pretty interesting. Why don't I dream? Do I not have a subconscious? <laughs> you don't. Honestly, though, everybody dreams. It's just you just don't remember. Yeah, it's quick. Yeah. You forget it. I. Uh, this is off topic, but lately, I don't because of this like coronavirus stuff. Have you guys been having this too? I've been having. Did I, I don't know if I talked about this. I've been having very vivid, crazy dreams. Recently, just recently, I started to have some yeah. vivid, crazy dreams. But not only like not only so vivid, I'll wake up. I'll be conscious enough to wake up in the middle of the night, like do shit for about two minutes as I like, get up, like maybe drink some water or whatever, and then go back to sleep. And I'll start my dream off from where I left off. It's really yeah, weird. Yeah, that actually happened to me like two days ago. Like it's never happened to me before. It's fucking. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't you know what your is... dream, and then like you wake up a bit, and like you know, like okay, I'm gonna go back to sleep, and you keep continuing. I, this, the dream. Is, this is like That's irrelevant. Like I, I just had a dream like maybe the other day where uh, a couple of days ago where I was like, I think it was. I think I was. Uh, what's the word? Uh, okay. No. <laughs> what's the word? Where, where you're sleeping and then like you're awake but you're like asleep. Sleep eating. Sleep paralysis. I think I, I think I think I think I had sleeper. No, I, had, I couldn't move. So I was like yeah, sleep paralysis. paralysis, and I was with my wife, and Naomi was like, and I was like, in my mind, I couldn't breathe. So I was like, I was trying to get my wife's attention. So I'm like, I can't breathe. I can't. Like I was saying it. And I'm like, I was like, and it's, this is really fucked up. I don't like. I don't. I've never cussed at my wife before, but I was <laughs> I was calling her a bitch. I was like, <laughs> bitch, look at me. I can't breathe. So I'm like, <laughs> But I couldn't do anything. Jesus Christ. And then, finally, I don't know what happened. Like, I mustered up the strength. And then, all of a sudden, like, I, vocally out loud, I, like, my wife heard me, too. I was just like, I gotta breathe. <laughs> my wife's like, what the fuck? Wait, so you were you were screaming, bitch, but you weren't actually screaming. No, I was in my brain. Yeah, just like... Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I was trying to get and her... she's just sitting there chilling on Instagram Yeah, or some she was shit. on her phone. She's on TikTok. And I was trying to get her attention. I was, like, trying to move. And I couldn't. And I was like, bitch, fuck <laughs> I can't breathe, bitch! I can't breathe. And then I finally like said it hella loud, and like I, I woke myself up from that, and I was like, I can't breathe. And she's like, What the fuck? She's like, What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, I don't know. So I'm just like, I couldn't breathe. Yeah. And then I told her I was like, Yeah, I was calling you bitch this whole time. She's like, What? She's like, Oh, offended. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I just I thought I was dying. I told her I thought I was dying. She's like, There's no excuse. I'm like. Is dying not an excuse for me to call you a bad word? No, you Come better. On. Have you not learned? <laughs> like, she's like, it's not an excuse. Like, bitch, please. Yeah. Have you not learned? Yeah, I don't know. Deaf, you have to accept deaf. So oh, if yeah, you die in your sleep, just die in your sleep. I don't know. It felt weird, bro. <laughs> you die in your like, sleep, you die for real. I, legit, yeah. dude. I, 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 honestly, I legit thought Shout I was... Shout out Hunter Hunter. I don't, legit, I was... I thought, <laughs> Is that Hunter Hunter? No. Yeah, okay. I, legit thought <laughs> I, was, I legit thought I was dying. I felt really weird. That's besides the point. Anywho, bro, we'll go fucking, back to the stove. I hate fucking sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah. I never had that. Thank God. I don't I had that. That's one instance I have. I don't want to have it again. Every, every time that happens, re- like real quick, every time that happens, it just reminds me of, um, uh, what's it, like Kill Bill? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm literally, a li- that's all I ever do. Like, okay, I can't move. I'm like, move your finger. Move your finger. <laughs> I'm sitting there like 15 minutes. <laughs> move your fucking finger. And like, I do it. I'm like, okay, I'm yeah, about to move. Okay. It. You know how ridiculous that movie was? Anyways, let's yeah. <laughs> so It was amazing. It was amazing, but it was ridiculous. Okay. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go back to episode but, Okay, so basically, so I thought. Uh, Basically, they're in this infirmary, um, and they're just talking about shit. And I thought it was pretty interesting when Clancy's mom, or Duncan's mom, um, was talking about, you know, giving birth and how, like, you being an older sibling are automatically equipped with, like, 
you have to be more yeah responsible you have to be like more you have no choice yeah like you have no choice and it's kind of like a a mind fuck for these these kids and i I didn't think about it until then because i'm an only child but i'm just like fuck imagine being like literally like one years old and you got this little sister or little brother coming out and then out of nowhere your parents are just like you gotta be a big boy now. yeah yeah you know you gotta help you gotta help mommy do this this and this it's funny because um uh, my nephew was just born like a month ago and I have another nephew who's like a year and a half I think maybe two or, no he's like two and like he's going through that right now I was like he's just he's just a little kid he doesn't yeah. know anything and then yeah. he's like oh yeah now you have a little brother you have to help take care of him yeah, it, he still sh- does the same shit he doesn't care yeah, it yeah. shatters their worldview because like everything's about them and then they realize like okay no it's not who the fuck is that not only that but then like the mom talks about how like it's it, it changes like their perspective throughout their life because now like this person this older sibling can either be like uh responsible or like um what was the word she used she like compulsively responsible yeah, yeah. like there's too much um and i just thought that was interesting because like you know that goes back to the whole thing that we learned like in, in in high school where it's like oh your first five years of of life really matters and it's true yeah oh yeah you that's the I mean? thing i talked about too yeah because she was uh, apparently duncan's mom was a psychologist yeah, so they asked psych- her he asked her like these are like the most formidable years that you have and especially like because the instance where it's like he, he, duncan was born yeah he peed on he peed on the doctor, peed on the doctor yeah. he peed on the doctor and then she said that uh she said that like he like he nursed she nursed him then mm-hmm. and then he was saying like well i bet though that's like vitally important for a child to have uh like especially in those beginning parts of the years he's like and he asked her a question like an open-ended question like don't do you think that like those have lasting impacts on children? She's just like yes, most definitely. I'm like I thought that was pretty yeah, cool too. The first five years are the most important yeah. years of a kid because that's when their personality and their development or brain yet brain develops. The whole like thing that. starts. Uh, you, yeah. you have to be. Well, you don't have to. I'm not gonna tell people how to raise their kids, but yeah. like, it's you'd like them to be. Yeah, that's yeah. like how you shape a kid pretty much. You yeah. have to be very mindful of what they go through and what they see within the first five years because yeah. that'll affect the rest of their lives. Yeah. Even if they don't even know it, it could affect them subconsciously. Shit, I still go through some shit that I fucking probably don't even realize. Yeah. Exactly. Like, Hamza got beat as a kid. He probably doesn't know, but I do now flinch. he's scared. I do now flinch scared every time my belt. dad walks in the room. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's a joke. No. But yeah, like that, that, that's like a thing. Like, if you were beat as a kid, by your dad yeah. and you get, you flinch whenever he's in the room you're like I don't know why I do that well not even that like let's say you know let's make it different like let's say you're a very wealthy person or you're busy and you don't have time to spend with, you have like a nanny yeah like, uh, children that are typically raised by nannies typically are very spoiled and like have no sense of self or well, anybody yeah, else you're not really getting, ooh, you're you not really getting raised yeah. you're not really getting the love or compassion in the uh, the structure that you need you're just I being mean, watched over. Yeah, you're just being watched over and who knows what the nanny's gonna do i mean yes there's some nannies out there that go full throttle and just basically be the parent shout out to those people <laughs> but for some other ones it's just basically like okay all i gotta do is watch you and i get paid yeah, so yeah. i'm watching you <laughs> i'm watching you yeah but you know but, the yeah. the episode is pretty really it's that really good the, probably one of the best episodes in my opinion like it goes through basically goes through like Clancy Clancy's mom is like young and then he's a little kid and then just goes through them aging their life then, essentially yeah, growing and up then yeah it goes Clancy gives birth to his mom so it's the opposite so now he's like the older one mm-hmm. and the mom's like yeah. with him and then it, it goes to like 
them talking about her cancer. Honestly, how... I think the whole. Sorry to interrupt, but the, the, I think the, the, the symbolism of because she died before that, right? You know how he like she, she, she actually, laid down, but yeah. I don't think she technically died. I honestly because bunch of. This is like this is well because in the previous episode he already mentioned the death like both my parents are yeah, dead. Yeah, exactly. But this one it, it's I think that was a character. Th- th- of this though. is me like I have no idea. I didn't do any research on this, but this is me just thinking when he saw her like he put her down and then she like died technically and then he gave birth to her afterwards, and they continued the conversation. A bunch of fungus and shit came out of her, right? Like mushrooms, which yeah, is a fungus. It grew around I think what that's supposed to symbolize is basically. Like they reach, she reached, they reached a point in her life. She got diagnosed with cancer, cancer being the fungus, and then the rebirth of her, like her being more introspective about her life, after that. If that, does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, because she sense? kept being told she had less than a year to exactly. live, and it's been four years. Yeah, actually, <laughs> was that not it at all? I mean, that's a good analogy. <laughs> okay. you, can, you can totally keep it. I don't. That's, that's how I thought of it. That's, that's, just, that's that's true. That could yeah. be true, but what from what I saw. Uh-huh. <laughs> That whole mushroom scene oh, was and like the whole high. pregnancy of him just being pregnant, that was a big mouth reference. Was oh. it? Bussy. Y'all don't remember that? I, I, the bussy? No. You know, the the male pussy, the bussy. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Okay, yeah. I, I, I only saw a few episodes of Big right. Mouth. I thought it was I very deep it. and intricate, but it's no, no, about no, no, a bussy. All right, yeah, sounds it's, good. It's, it's, it's combination of both. You know, all, it, it art, be, is, yeah, yeah. all art is interpreted in certain ways. That, yeah. was just, that was just that little reference. That's just what though. you got out of yeah. it. Yeah, that was just that little reference. I, don't, I, I, I found that kind of interesting because, like, fun, I'm like, why would they show mushrooms or fungus? I'm like, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Like... Fung- you could analogize maybe a tumor or cancer to a fungus that grows or something, right? So, I don't know. That's I don't I completely understand the whole mushroom thing, but the whole pregnancy thing, that was, like, the bussy. Yeah, yeah. okay. And then okay. the whole him giving birth to his mom, that was, like, the yeah. whole dream interpretation of... Because I remember for sure, like... Because that, before that, they didn't address the fact that she had cancer. Right after that, no, she was yeah. just like, okay, like, rebirth and then cancer. And I'm like, maybe that's, like, her... She got diagnosed with cancer, and then that kind of had like she had like a retrospective about like her life. She's like, yeah. okay, like yeah. what, like what does life mean? You I know, like the mom? conversation that they had about the whole river and how basically they, yeah. you know, yeah. Clancy was basically just talking about how you know, like him, a lot of people go through life, you know. Um, basically stuck at a point in the river, in the river flow, probably. you know, going through these these traps or these sticks or whatever, and they're kind of more focused on these traps rather than being focused on the present, like you've been saying this yeah. whole time. Because I mean, that's I mean, that's that's yeah. basically the, the, the overall structure of this. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's just being present. Um, but you know, I just thought that was interesting because it's true how a lot of us just tend to focus on, um, you know, the negative or the past. And we don't give ourselves the time to just like look in ourselves and like just mm-hmm. try to find peace at where we're at. Find so out, that, yeah, find our, out like our inner being pretty yeah. much because we're always worried about external things. We don't worry about exactly, anything. which again falls back into all these previous episodes. Like it's all coming to alignment. You know, listening, yeah. having being spacious. You know, forgiveness. All of it. All yeah. of it is just to align yourself. To, to basically be present in the now. To yeah. basically empty all of that negative noise. Like negative space yeah, that you have. Yeah. And just to focus on the present time. Yeah, and that's what she said, too. She's like, you know, you don't want to have clutter. Yeah. And to, to get unstuck in the river, you need to understand, like, where you're at in life. And I'm like, that's, that was pretty cool. Because yeah, it, and it she was very it, sad. She mentions it again, too. Um, she was like, you know, you're always going to get caught up in, um, I think, oh, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. yeah. <laughs> No, it was just, it's just really sad because, like, the, sh- essentially, like, uh, you know, what Alan was saying, like, they're, they're, 
he's young and she's like no yeah he she's young he's and he's young and they're going and then like it kind of flips where like you know he's getting older and she's getting uh she's growing up she's growing up blah blah, blah. that the rebirth happens then they started talking about the cancer and then you could tell they like turn into like spirits or something yeah exactly and yeah, exactly and then they turn into a planet which i think it's just it's kind of like a nod to the fact that like she passed away and she's not like Did physical she, pass away yet? she passed away okay yeah, yeah the, she, the it's whole, not her, it's not her physical self anymore she's no. like you know out there the whole thing i got from like because they after they like go grow old like the little teddy bears put them in their like spirit forms and yeah. they turn into planets and then there's a black hole yeah and it I only felt, sucks her. It only sucks her, but he's going in there, which I felt was like the a metaphor for like everyone's going into the black oh, hole. For everyone's sure. gonna go die. Exactly. And yeah. then she goes in first, and before she goes in, she's like, that so, like the love sad. that you feel right now, that's not going away. Yeah. I might be going away, but that love will never go away. Yeah. I mean, when she said like, "Open your heart," you know, um, inquire into the, you know, inquire into the hurt. You know, that basically just told me that in order to. When you love, you hurt, and when you hurt, you love. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it's one and the same. You can't yeah, have one without the you other. You can't have one without the other. So of course, you know, if you're grieving, it's just showing symbolism that you love this person dearly. Yeah. You know, if you're hurting on, on somebody, this means that you're you're going through this dearly. But you feeling that pain is going to help you grow. Yeah. Essentially, is what I got from this. You know, the ending scenes, their planets are. You know, they travel through the black hole, like you guys said, and then um, there's so much alive. There's wait what? There's so much alive building in me that I can't help feel a connection in the movement towards death. You know, what I mean that's basically what she said, and I thought that was interesting that she said that while you know she's literally going in a dark hole. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like basically key to key, like point to point, everything that she was saying was happening. Yeah. You know, feel love, be open. Clancy yeah. was being, you know, open. And as she was being, or as Clancy was being open, you know, they're moving towards the black hole. And Clancy's mom is basically saying like, you know, there was so much in me that was building, you know, during this time that I had cancer. Like, I feel so much alive. I feel so much, you know, accepting and so much open. And I feel so connected towards death. Yeah, and she was literally moving towards death towards as that was yeah. happening, and yeah. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, and then like uh, <laughs> what I was on interesting too was when he asked her the question, like you know, how, if somebody's going through the situation like that, how, how would you tell them to deal with death? And she said like, well, grieve. You know, like you have a right to grieve, and you can grieve. Yeah. And she's like that. That just means that you care and you love somebody. And the ending was is is exactly what like threw me for a loop because yeah. it's just like she's like he's like well you know I do love you a lot Clancy or Duncan was like you know I do love you a lot and then fucking she was just like well I love you too and then he's like you know what I believe you and then it ends and I'm like fuck <laughs> fuck yeah yeah so- it made me really sad and I was like oh man the important right. thing to get out of here is like because everybody has people in their lives. Mm-hmm. And you don't think about how one day they're just going to be gone. Exactly. The, but when that does happen, you need to grieve. No, for Basically sure. Basically what this whole thing is trying to say. Because if you don't grieve, you're not going to be... You're still going to hold on to things that you shouldn't be holding on to. Yeah. This whole... Basically, this last half of the whole uh, Midnight series. Gospel yeah. series. It's just telling you, like, this is what you need to do if yeah. you want to... Because if, if you don't, you're just going to hold on to that. Yeah, yeah I mean, she says that. It's, it's just... okay to grieve. It's okay to cry. This, yeah. this whole thing where, like, oh, you shouldn't cry. You should be strong. Like, no. Yeah. Nobody wants you to hold things inside. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, they basically say that. They say it earlier where they're talking about the whole thing about, like, everybody having egos, and then, like, the whole the whole uh, idea of ego death is basically killing your ego so that you will be more open to accepting, like, death and, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. dropping the weight and just being able to just acknowledge what is happening and, and, and be there in the moment for what it is. Um, but um, I just thought that was a very interesting take like the whole conversations that they had yeah in that whole episode really spoke to me in like different levels for sure um because it, it made me feel like it made me feel less afraid of death to be honest you think so yeah because it made me feel like for one that they're in my opinion that there's possibly um something else beyond that yeah you know what i mean or um that i believe in episode two with the whole fish guy yeah you know um, you're able to recycle your consciousness. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, I remember yeah. how he said that. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm just a little curious if maybe like reincarnation. Reincarnation yeah. might be a thing where we be reincarnated to a different life. Yeah. Um, or where it's to the point where it's just like, okay, accept death, and if if that's it, that's it. That's you it, know yeah. what I mean? Because, because I mean, Clancy's <laughs> Clancy's mom was right. I mean, shit, everything lives and dies, and we tend to believe as humans that like that's not happening like yeah. we kind of exit that out of our heads yeah. based off of certain reasons or because we're just so focused on our own lives that we just kind of course, don't, exactly. you know what I mean so then when it happens and oh Clancy even mentioned that yeah. you know how when the truth hits yeah. it hits mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah, yeah. like we're so focused on everything that's going on the coronavirus the COVID mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. blah 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 but as soon as we get a fucking text message that oh our grandma passed away like it hits yeah, and we don't sure. know how to we don't know how to grieve with it because like we're, we've been just going through the motions and not accepting like ourselves not emptying ourselves not clearing out the clutter within ourselves yeah. so then when it's finally time for something like the truth like this to happen, we get enraged because obviously we're filled with all this shit exactly. just like Clancy yeah. was. You know how he was, you know, like, like in that scene, um, I don't remember which episode it was, but in that scene where he's so enraged, like the whole screen turns red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So that that reminds me of this situation, you know what I mean? Like he was so caught up in his bullshit. No, it was, and he wasn't listening either. He right? wasn't so listening, he wasn't himself. doing anything. That when, you know, his sister calls him and gives him the truth, he just goes irate, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. He's like, ah, you know, yeah. this is the voicemail. And I feel like I mean, that's like... that's exactly what happens in, like, our lives, in real lives. is like, we go through the motions, blah, 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 and then we get hit with the truth, whether it be, and we either turn to a depressed fuck or we get angry at the world. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And we don't internalize it, we externalize it. Yeah. We don't deal with it. Yeah. Oh, no, we do internalize it. We do, yeah, we tend to not externalize it, if it makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we don't deal with it. And it's it's cool because, like, this is, like, I think this episode is pretty much the the, the character development for, for what's-his-face? Clancy. For Clancy was, was, was exactly it. Like, he finally kind of, like, it was about death, but it was hit, hit, the turnaround for his character as well because he kind of realized, like, okay, like, I'm not listening I'm not understanding. I'm not trying to be forgiving, and like, he sort of realized it. And then, so the ending actually ending ended off on like a bit of a weird thing. So yeah. So like in thing. the in the fourth episode or whatever, when he gets the ice cream for one of his fans, like the dad comes in and beats him. Yeah. <laughs> and the dad comes back in the last episode, and he goes to Clancy's 
trailer or whatever the fuck he's like you're in violation of whatever the fuck codes or whatever yeah federal law yeah. that because you're can't getting like through. stuff from the simulation yeah, exactly. you can't bring stuff back and they go in and the cops are fucking awful because they're cops yeah like they're <laughs> the burning. cops are literally being cops and i thought that was funny i'm a cop I'm yeah a cop. we're cops i, I thought, thought that shit was hilarious i thought that was low-key homage because it's all the like pro the police Absolutely. bullshit that yeah. was going down just oh we're cops we're cops we can do whatever yeah, we want and then, like they burnt down the fucking yeah, place they were, literally, they were literally about to shoot clancy for being inside the vagina you know what <laughs> I mean? it's like oh if you move one bit or get out the vagina before we shoot you or yeah. whatever the fuck and they, they shoot say. Them anyway. yeah, yeah but then the fucking dog the saved dog. yeah <laughs> then a fucking matrix dive because the dog's stomach is a black hole and like it absorbs a bullet yeah. it winks and then it uh, chucks Clancy and it's pretty much the ending of the, the, the thing is he gets sucked into the universe into the simulation into the simulation and he meets he goes he meets on like a each, train and he meets each of one of his characters and then also some characters that he didn't know because he didn't know the person he sat by that's yeah. why he asked for him sure. for the interview for yeah. the podcast and then he didn't say podcast he stuttered and he's like yeah. and I interview for a because he doesn't know where yeah. he's at yeah. he doesn't know if he's dead or alive yeah, yeah that's what he says like, am I dead and the guy's like just be here now yeah and I thought that was pretty interesting too maybe that's, maybe that's a nod to like maybe be him being present now like yeah that's, being, what it, that's yeah. exactly what it was yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. and him accepting his death if it's death but I yeah. don't think he's dead because the, the Grim Reaper or death herself basically said like you're gonna die by a rolling chair rolling chair yeah, yeah you're gonna die by a rolling and then chair. the other family the his neighbors jumped into yeah did the yeah. exact same thing so that tells me that either they're gonna meet up with the farmers again or that this was just a way to finish the series if it doesn't get green lighted again for a yeah. season two it's a good way to finish it, it is a great there's, way to finish it's very it. open-ended i like that yeah but if there is a season two which i i feel like there is this was a lot of conversation i feel like it's it's a good enough to um do another, se- do another season. season the only thing is like i'm curious now how they're gonna take it like is this gonna be full-on animation because around the end it seemed like it was going to be full-on animation. Yeah. Like, it was less conversation, in my opinion. Like, the whole mom episode, that was, like, beautiful. Yeah. And, but before that, it wasn't. And then, Yeah, it was more, like, actual storyline. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. the deaf one, okay, yeah. Like, they, they had, uh, what's it called? The podcast references. But I'm just kind of curious if they're going to continue. I think they will. I think that's, this is maybe a business thing. That's the only way he differentiates himself in the market. Like, it's a podcast, but it's, like, it highly... Yeah. Cause he and then he also has like a lot of people that in the repository of things that he could go. He has a podcast that he does not only f- with his own but with other people as well. Yeah, like he, he had, had one well, on Joe Rogan. So I mean, I'd imagine he has, he a, has on his on his on his family show. He has about like three hundred plus episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure he has enough material. It's just like choosing the right ones to exactly. to make a story. That, I mean, I liked it. I think yeah. I think it was it was good, uh, especially the ending. Like the ending was like okay, like like you were saying, if they ended it here. It would have been fine if they make a second season. I still would be like, "Wow, how'd they do that? How are they gonna finish the storyline?" Because I think they could still probably do another season. I definitely continue. Yeah, because yeah, he's in the universe now. Now I'm imagine if he's in the that little he's simulation. simulation. Mm. If he's in that simulation, he could transfer from simulation to simulation now until he finds a way out. Yeah, well, obviously he can take stuff out. Yeah, exploded though. Yeah, but you can take stuff out of a simulation. Does that mean like you could go in through once uh, one of the pussy machines and leave out the other pussy machine I don't know how that's gonna work all I know is that it exploded and with that the whole fucking uh, the wobble which was the smoke the wobble covered the whole damn world <laughs> you can probably get out of the simulation in, a de- in another simulation with maybe you. He's maybe, probably, maybe his sister brings him out yeah you probably have yeah. to find the cause that sister, yeah, sister thing was a bit unresolved 
Yeah. Does Duncan Trussell have uh, problems with his sister? That's I, I, I don't question. know. Apparently, he just has a brother because that's the only one the mom mentioned. Yeah, uh, really? but okay. I don't know. That's why I thought it was his ex. Uh, Are you sure it's not his ex? Yeah, it's, it's his sister. It's his sister. sister. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, this show is fucking trippy. It's a good watch. It'll make great, you think. Great watch. Yeah. It'll really make you think. You have to really pay attention, though. Yeah, you, can't you can't just like half-heartedly watch it. You have to really pay attention. Not, I mean, I wouldn't even say pay attention to like... You could pay attention to what's happening, but a lot's happening. But pay attention to what they're, they're saying. It's very hard to keep it up. They yeah. Pay more attention to what they're saying than what they're doing. Yeah, because I, I, like, you have to really like actively listen. And I think maybe that's... We've been talking about listening this whole time. Maybe that was a point. <laughs> that was a fucking point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, really had, but he had, he had a very few meta, key, meta to look at it like that. But. He had a few key points that like he was trying to basically give out to the world, you know, to be present, to be true to yourself and to listen to others and forgive and, you know, forget, you know. Um, but, yeah, this was definitely a, a, a wonderful show. Now, thank you, Sabrina. Thank yeah. you, Sabrina. Again, I don't know about no, the... thank f- you. I don't know about the first episode, but, um, yeah, like like Alan and Hamza said, uh, this is definitely a uh, show that you would have to listen to and watch because there's a lot of bits and pieces that they throw out there that's either yeah. reference to, um, you know, some comedy shows or to Adventure Time or whatever the fuck. Yeah, exactly. Or just to, like, old mythology, whether it be Greek, Egyptian, you know, Judaism, Buddhism. Um, that's all in there. Yeah, I feel like this show is something that you would have to watch maybe two or three times just to get a a a, a good idea. We mm-hmm. only watched it about once. I mean, I watched it about once and a half. I watched the first. I just watched it once. Yeah, I, watched, I watched the last four episodes twice because I was just like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it's just I think. If anything, the last episode makes this whole thing worth it. Because the last episode, like, the really tugs on your heartstrings. basically brings it all together. Yeah, because you know Duncan's, like, in real life, Duncan's mom has passed away. And then, you know, because of that, you when you see the imagery at the end, especially when he's saying goodbye, because he is saying goodbye when yeah. she's going through the black hole, you kind of, like, you, I mean, you, you have no choice but to be a little bit sad because you know she's passed away and his reaction is so because he actually the podcast he was doing he actually was crying in the podcast he was he was because he's just like he was just like you know i do love you and i'm like man fuck (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so definitely give it a watch definitely give it a watch watch. if you guys are interested in more of his um stuff the duncan trussell family show is on uh spapple spapple what the fuck was that (laughs) spapple spapple Spapple. appleify the Throwback of Snapple, no, yeah. I'm playing, but um, yeah, Spotify and Apple, you know, and just like that, we are also on Spotify and Apple and YouTube and, and YouTube. Yep, with yep, that, yep. we are going to say thank you very, very fucking much. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, we're gonna have a new poll probably up if we don't figure something out of another show, maybe that we get uh, advice to yeah. watch. Yeah. Throw, throw a suggestion. Throw a suggestion. We'll suggestion might get around cool. to them, but remember, yeah. they have to be stuff on like streaming platforms because. I don't want to pay money for it, essentially. Well, there's that, and also here. we want to make sure you guys have a chance to watch it, too. So, yeah. If you want to. Yeah, so look out for that, and then, um, yeah, other than that, we are uh, good to go. This has been a Bird Squad podcast. Bird Squad yeah. review. That's Hamza. Right oh, there. fuck you. Cat. I knew you were going to make that. Yeah. <laughs> Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Bird Squad Pod. We're getting a lot of updates and stuff there anyways. And uh, that should be all. Wait, wait a minute. And also, shout out to uh, shout out to David for uh, 
for being a loyal fan. Shout out for Terrell for being a loyal fan. Shout out to Sabrina and Tony for being loyal. Michael. Michael. Michael always does. Like Michael, Michael always on her ass. Get yes, off her sir. ass, Tom's playing. Yeah. Shout out to Carlos. Thank you guys from from Fresno who are showing love, who are uh, giving you, discussions or saying anything. Shout out Danon for giving us uh, a perspective on um, new conspiracy theories. We're going to get into that soon. Um, yeah, just shout out everybody who who is you know giving us insight. Actively listening. We've when done we, like we, oh, more we, than ten episodes. When we, we make it big. When we make it we big, we won't forget about we you won't, guys. We'll we know. We'll know. We won't forget hell. about you, Darnell. I'll give you a Darnell. Darnell. I forgot about him already. <laughs> Who's Darnell? I don't know, man. I'm making up names. All right, but yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> on that. On that. Thank you guys for listening. Another bit of uh, reviews. We about to get Stone Cold. Bye. Bye. Bye.